0: What's good, everybody? This is RJ Saturno, and you are about to listen to episode one of my podcast, Seventh Haven. Not to be mistaken with Seventh Heaven, the WB show starring Jessica Beale. Thank you, Jesse, for pointing that out. But, anyways, I apologize in advance for the editing and my verbal tics and the rambling. I think I was a little nervous. But I promise I will get better in the future. So I just kind of wanted to take this time, briefly, hopefully, to explain why I'm doing this. And hopefully you will get some value out of it. So why 7th Haven? Let me just say it more concisely here. When you think of Haven, well, when I think of Haven. It's, I think of a speakeasy. A very quiet, cozy, warm, usually hidden away from the world type of bar. A comforting place. It's a safe haven from the outside world where you won't be judged. And a few cocktails don't hurt either, right? So we may be drinking on this podcast. Not sure, depending on the guest. But I'm also a nerd. And I love video games, which we'll be talking about in this first episode of the podcast, specifically oh, that was my cat, but yeah, there is a bar owned by a character named Tifa Lockhart in one of my favorite games ever, Final Fantasy VII, and I wanted to honor her in that game and this podcast as well, because I wanted to show that I'm a nerd as well as a hipster. So going into like the purpose of the podcast, I'm kind of viewing it as a experiment, an examination, an investigation into what it means to be a community, be a part of one. Like, what is it? How do you create it? How do you maintain it? How do you cultivate it? And why is it important? I think early on, when I was younger, in my 20s, it was all about looking inward, trying to find yourself, like a journey of self-discovery, but now that I'm in my 30s, I feel like it's different, I feel like I'm looking outward, I feel like I know pretty much who I am as a person and realizing that I can't get by in this life by myself. It's always been the community, or the people around me that has helped me get to where I am today. So I'm grateful to be here right now, and I'm wondering how can I make a a contribution to my community as well, who they have helped and supported me all along, and how can I do that in a, you know, very authentic way, a very me way. So then I started thinking like, how do I interact with people now from the day to day? And I realized that, you know, we live in the Bay Area, heart of the tech industry right now. And so we have all this technology surrounding us, it enables us to stay connected. But why is it that we feel more alone and disconnected, disconnected than ever before? You know speculation could be you know it's the internet information and sensory overload you're seeing all these people with or you're bombarded with all these people with these curated lives living their best lives being in life stages that you know you think you're supposed to be it's all about expectations right you're kind you're always kind of exposed to that everywhere so it feels like you're supposed to be some sort of way so you try to keep up with the Joneses and you try you present yourself in a way that's not necessarily maybe you know the, the authentic you so you rack up the likes on Facebook and Instagram try to get uploads on Reddit Get them retweets on Twitter. But, you know, can 280 characters really express how you feel about somebody? You'll get attention. But, like, why do we feel like we have to, you know, be this way? I think people just, you know, at the end of the day, they just want to connect and they just don't know how to do that. And I don't either. That's why I'm trying to figure this out. So why podcasts? so I've been listening to them for a minute a lot of them range from just you know my interest like pro wrestling to cooking to life in general but I think the common theme here is that what I like about them is that they all provide different perspectives points of views insights that I never would have done on my own and I greatly value that just kind of circle back on you know how I can't I don't think I can you know live with or get through this life by myself I feel like a lot of the solutions and you know methods I I was able to you know get through in life was from other people's perspectives a lot of there's only so much you can see by yourself you need those people around you to be like hey you know have you thought about it this way and I think that's you know, very powerful. So that's what I want want to do with this podcast. I want to be able to have these type of conversations with people in my life so that they get to know what's going on with me, whether that's, you know, the highs, the lows. But I also get to know what's happening with them, what's good with them, what's troubling them as well. So a phrase that I often see in my social media feed, or in life in general, and in interactions with people, is the phrase, good vibes only. And first I was, you know, I thought it was a very positive affirmation, a very good goal and lofty goal to have, just to always be happy, to always be positive, to always be feeling good. I think that's the goal for all of us. But I don't think it's a very realistic one. That's not my experience. Like, good vibes are good. Bad vibes exist, though. So, to me, all vibes are okay. Because that's real. That's what I experience in my life. And I want to be able to, you know, know about what's going... All your vibes. What's go- Give me all the vibes on this podcast, please. And bye putting it in a podcast format and sharing it with you all I hope that you could get some value whether it's you know reaching out saying that you know I've been there I have solutions for this or have suggestions or if you're like you know I need help this podcast helps let's you know keep talking or I don't know some having something happen that way but yeah I'm probably rambling again, but that's the intent. It's just a platform for me getting connected with everybody. So if you'd like to be on the podcast or have suggestions about topics you want covered or you just want to kick it with your boy, you can email me at Haven Podcast Haven, H-A-V-E-N, at gmail.com you can hit me up on my socials or you can just slide into my DMs but you can find all that info in the podcast notes or description or info I don't know and uh big shout outs to one, my homie Alex Chen for the artwork, the logo of the podcast he helped me conceive the idea and maybe he's a big fan of the 7th Heaven show too trying to troll me But also, you're about to hear some intro music from the very talented Korean DJ, who I'm honored to call my friend, Night Tempo. Uh, The track is called Hot Talkin' off his album Moonrise. You should check it out. Check him out. He's a city pop, future funk, baby make, God. I love him to death. You should check him out. But here we go. Episode one. Welcome to the first episode of the Seventh Haven Podcast. I'm your host, RJ, and you may be wondering why is it called the Seventh Haven Podcast? Well, I'm a big nerd, but I'm also a hipster. So let me tell you why. One, so speakeasies, what do you think about that specific type of bar? It's very quiet, very, like, you know, safe, like, you're kind of lonely by yourself, and like, you know, there's just a the bartender, you're just kind of just, like, you know, spilling your guts about stuff. Like, it's very, like... Typical scene, and I kind of like that vibe, and I kind of want that for this podcast too. For you to come here and be welco- welcomed, and comfortable, and be willing to like talk about whatever. Um,
1: so what you're saying is we need neon signs and liquor. That's the point. I kind of empty about- trail of smoke somewhere. That's
0: <laughs> kind of what I want to do <laughs> to add to the atmosphere. You're correct. <laughs> but also going along like that line, like I said, I'm a nerd, so when you think about seventh, so I, so that's why I say you speak easy, safe haven. That's where I got Haven mm-hmm. from. But then I also got this idea of Seventh Heaven, which basically is a, if you don't know, nerds that JRPG series called Final Fantasy VII, mm-hmm. and there's a bar there called Seventh Heaven, and it's run by one of my favorite video game characters of all time, Tifa. But that's for another podcast probably. <laughs> but the idea is that like I wanted to pay homage to that because like not only was it a bar owned by you know a character that I like, but you know it kind of was the like home base for like a new movement you could say. I want to be able to think that, I get to think of this podcast as like, you know, something like that, like the the home base, like the beginnings, the central nucleus of like something new that I'm trying to do at least with my community at large. So why? Why am I doing this? With all the technology that we got in this world, I know it's like a lot of people are still kind of stressed out, depressed, distressed about like everything and like wondering why. There's a, you have the ability to connect people 24-7 very easily all the time. What are you doing most of the time? You know, upvoting. You're pressing, you know, thumbs-ups, hitting heart emojis. Like, again, I mean, it's that, something. It's I think it's meaningful, but, like, you know, what can we do more? Like, it's cool. Like, I appreciate the love that I get from this stuff, but, like, you know, I don't normally get to talk about, or talk about, like, deeper stuff. And I feel like a podcast could do that because like, there's only so much that can be said through text. And I feel like this is more active and I get to really like, you know, engage with you guys. Um, but yeah, like, like, at the end of the day, basically I don't want like, you know, at my funeral people like sending cry face emojis like. <laughs> <laughs> like that would be sad, that'd be sad as fuck. But <laughs> I feel like, you know, that's kind of what, how things are trending right now. And yeah, so. Uh, There's no kind of theme to this podcast. It's kind of more like it's not just gonna be me talking Thank God, we're gonna be talking about we're gonna be bringing my whole community into this Friends family people I respect And we're gonna be talking about whatever matters to them because I want to know what matters to them and I want to be able to You know articulate what matters to me at the same time. No, but I got three guests with me right now first I want to introduce Person to my left, there's no video, but it's okay. <laughs> I got my, my boy Jesse Lamb. Say what's up, my dude.
2: What's up, my dude?
0: You don't have to literally say something. <laughs> <laughs> But That's a very Jesse way of responding. So, and then we got across for me, the man, the myth, the legend, Wilson Huang or Huang? I don't
2: want to.
1: Yeah, the first time it's Wilson Huang. Yeah, just I'm- like Eddie Huang. Yeah, I'm that. mostly here to provide comic relief. Good. That's the joke. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a master at this. <laughs>
0: and then, last but not least, I have my partner in crime, my fiance, Susan Cho.
3: Hello. I don't really know what to say. It's f- yeah.
2: Also, when I heard the title, I just thought you were really into that show Seventh Heaven with Jessica Beale. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> that's what I was
1: hoping. That's what I was hoping not I to... <laughs> <laughs> can't take it back now because that's like
2: exactly what I was show thinking. What about of. Jessica Beale? <laughs> well, no, it was, it was Seventh Heaven where, like, Jessica Beale was, like, the oldest sister in a family where, like, it's Seventh Heaven because their father was a pastor. Oh, I see. Oh, no, yeah. Oh, well, I'm yeah.
3: Sorry, yeah. what were you saying
1: on Sunday? But I do love Jessica Field. Oh, no, I was also I thinking about life. that show. <laughs> I
3: was the only one that was not, I guess. Anyways, you don't need to know, but yeah, it was super
0: wholesome. Well, actually, I don't know. Was I it? I saw commercials for it. Was not commercial spoilers,
2: yeah, but... I mean, it was kind of one of those things where it's like, it was a show about, you know, teenagers acting up, and then, you know, all the while just being, like, from a very, like, conservative family with mm-hmm. the pastor, but the pastor's also kind of like, you know, he's pretty forward thinking also of a guy.
3: I remember this now. Yeah. Yeah.
2: He was a cool dad.
3: Yeah. This is definitely a future podcast episode. About what? <laughs> About st- old TV shows. <laughs> oh, okay. That's a good point.
0: Just randomly just throw them out there.
2: Yeah.
3: <laughs> so
0: see I'm not letting it, I'm letting it breathe too much now.
3: But that's okay, that's the point of editing. <laughs> <laughs>
0: just just let the words decant.
3: <laughs>
2: Alright,
0: here we go, then we'll just get right into it then. I brought these, these people on, They're, you know, trying to figure out like what kind of topic I want to talk about, and I think for this one, the, the, what makes the most sense to me at this point is I feel like i met all these people, these good friends of mine, because of games. Not only do we work at a gaming company, but I feel like the majority of our conversations, a lot of them are about games. And I feel like we bring, like, different, you know, perspectives on, you know, the different types of games we like, about, like, games you are into, what, but also, like, kind of, like, what made you like gaming in the first place? Like, it attracts you to this medium, this, mm-hmm. this, uh, you know, why did this, not anything else, why not go, uh, water polo or something.
1: <laughs> actually, I actually had a friend in college who did water polo. Because <laughs> uh, those require you to go outside. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and outside is scary because that's where the people are
3: and that's why we game
1: yeah. <laughs> no, and, and, and show <laughs> <laughs> I guess I, I can kind of start because yeah. I probably out of all the people in this room I have the most hours just playing games period true? yeah uh, uh, I don't know I don't know I mean I don't know I have like hundreds of hours and like tens of games like Anyways, we're not here to, like, flex our, our hours wasted kind of thing. Weird
0: flex, but okay. But actually, no. Like,
1: I don't think of it as wasted. So why I play a lot of games is it's a, for a couple things. Like, I want to get better at learning the system for whatever game I'm playing. Okay. So, you know, I'll, like, go on Twitch and watch pros play and try to understand, like, the decision-making behind their play to try to improve my own. Mm-hmm. But also, like... Most of you guys probably know that I'm not a big movie person. Movie shows, anime or whatever, no. I don't typically like to sit there and just watch. Mm-hmm. Like, I understand why some people like that, because, you know, they think about it in a different way. Like, they like the plot lines uh, the other kind of plot Plot (laughs) lines, the other (laughs) kind of plot. Yeah. I just air quoted. Yeah. Um, I I realized nobody could see that. Yeah. (laughs) But like how I like to enjoy media is I like, like to be able to engage with it as well. I like being part of whatever the action is and trying to solve that problem and not kind of have that presented to me, uh, in like, you know, recorded shows and things like that. So that's like one of the reasons I like to play. Um, as for like, genre, we can probably talk about that a little later, but I want to kind of see what everyone else's motivations for playing games are.
3: So, what was the question?
1: Oh, so, so <laughs> why, why don't why, I just
2: say? Games? Yeah, Thanks, Jesse! I'll say it, then Susan can kind of carry forth from uh, where we're going. So, uh, I guess for me, I generally play games in like a very... because it just feels very like meditative almost. Like, I, I think the more, like, I can embody myself into the game, the better. Um, kind of like uh, RPG games, strategy games, like, I, like a lot of times I'll fi- find myself playing a strategy game and actually, like, just start bad-mouthing the other factions. Just be like, you will pay for your transgressions, and it's like... <laughs> slowly wait two turns until, like, my units can move over.
0: <laughs> wait, and is this a PvE or uh, player versus player or player versus, like, you know? PVE.
2: I PvE, you know, I like occasionally playing PvP games, but, you know, I need breaks where I am playing by myself and just kind of, like, going at my own pace. Uh, I like to not think that I'm playing a game, if that makes sense. Mm. I think that's the main thing, it's like, once I start thinking too much about the game, it stops being as fun to me anymore. So I'll kind of just step back and toss myself into another game, uh, where I can kind of just zone in on it myself. Um, but that's kind of just the main thing for me. Like I, I do it purely just, you know, to kind of just relax, be meditative with it. Some games are very good about just letting you um, zone out or just get in a nice flow. That's
3: good. Get that. I'm sorry. I'm still not sure what the question was. So
0: basically, it's like I am asking like why, what attracts you to the concept of gaming? Like what is oh, it? See. Like what connects you? What like? are your motivators? What are your motivations? What like for example yeah, for me? So uh, I think uh, Wilson and Jesse kind of touched on it. Was this concept of immersion, right? Mm-hmm. This this extra layer of like interactivity that you don't get with other forms of media. Um, and being able to be transported to like, you know, somewhere like that's not this world. Uh, I think Jesse does it for more meditation reasons, like kind of like, you know, a meditative thing, very restful, kind of like, you know, it's like relaxing for him. Whereas like, Wilson's more like, here's the, here's the thing that, like, I feel like it's more like, these are systems, there's something that needs to be solved. Yeah, they're like problems to be solved. So it's kind of like, it's more like cerebral and more like, you know, it's, yeah, it's more thinking, right? Mm. I think, and so I think for me, for example, I do like the immersion, but I think it's more of a, an emotional thing for me. I think um, a lot of, I, I don't like PvP games, I don't like competitive games, I don't, like the idea of trying to beat somebody is not like, like appealing to me at all. I mean, there are some games that I'm into, but I'm not like, super into it. That's why I, like, I don't care about fighting games I don't talk about, I don't care about, you know, battle royale or first person shooters. Mm-hmm. For me, it's all about like story and narrative, I think. It's like hitting these points, emotional point beats of like, Like heights of, like, emotion, right? That's why I like uh, role-playing games. I like games that kind of, like, are more, like, yeah, it kind of hits you. They're, like, they move me. Mm -hmm. I like games that move me. That, like, I guess, I also like that. That's why I like other media, like, movies, TV shows. I like movies that, like, make me feel some kind of way. Mm -hmm. Because I don't get that in my normal life. (laughs) (laughs) Whoa. (laughs) That's the question, basically. What is it about like innately that can connect with with gaming, like why?
3: Man, that's hard for me. I think lately I've been struggling with like the fact that I really just don't play as much games as I used to. Um, And when I do, they're like these like little, well they're not little, but they're like mobile games Mm -hmm. that are decidedly not Kind of in the gamer audience. Like now I play like the most casual games possible on mobile. Um, and even then they don't last very long. And so it's like lately when people are like talking about games, it, it be- does become harder for me to feel like I connect with it because I can't really talk about like what's new and what's out there. Um, when I play games now, I think really. Like the most recent console game I played was beginning of the year that I didn't finish, which is Kingdom Hearts three, and that's because it has huge nostalgia factor, right? I love Kingdom Hearts one, mm-hmm. played Kingdom Hearts two, and I'm like, I'm gonna finish this series. This is the end for me. Um, or playing mobile games that just kind of pass time. Um, I think I am looking for new experiences, but because I've played a lot, it just. It, it's hard for me not to kind of see the derivative nature of games now. Mm-hmm. And it's not often that something like particularly fresh comes out. So, I don't know. I mean, I'm like struggling with this. I mean, that's nostalgia. still an answer. I should, yeah. yeah.
1: You still have a motivator. It yeah. just seems pretty clear to me that it's like one, you want nostalgia. So you want to play like, you know, Kingdom Hearts or if FS7 Remaster comes out, you're probably going to maybe take a look at that. Probably. Yep, see? <laughs> and then, um, out. And the other thing is, it seems like your other motivator might be just time, like making sure you're efficient with your time so you can fit everything in, so you play mm-hmm. more bite-sized stuff. I am super um, efficient with my time. You know. Yeah. Or and I. Oh, yeah,
2: go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, like, it, it, it doesn't even have to be bite-sized, too. I found, like, uh, one thing I've kind of discovered with the way I like to game is that I need to figure out what is the right game for the—what is the right pacing paced game for the mood I'm feeling right now. Mm. Like, you know, sometimes I just need to relax, and I'll just drink a bunch of beer, play a strategy game, you know, it's, you can stop it at any moment. Turns <laughs> can be saved. Um, but, yeah, I, th- I think that's kind of one of the things I... One
3: thing you guys... Oh, sorry. No? One thing you guys reminded me of is, I think the games that I play the most, or think about the most now, Um, are probably, you know, Dragalia Lost, that Mm -hmm. I play with you guys very occasionally, and Minecraft. Which I like haven't even logged in Mm -hmm. forever, but I'm like still part of the chat. So it's like the games I do play now, I have the most fun when I'm like playing with my friends, Mm -hmm. right? When Mm -hmm. it's an opportunity for us to connect and, and talk about stuff. So like, it's fun, even though I don't play Dragalia Lost all the time. It's really fun, like, geeking out with you guys over the characters, or mm. being like, Wilson, what weapon should I make? <laughs> <laughs>
1: Interesting. Now, literally the wiki. <laughs> yeah. so
0: if you played Jigali on iOS and Android platforms, get it now. Um, <laughs> you should talk to Wilson about, you know, how to get good.
3: Yeah, Nintendo pay us money. <laughs> yeah,
1: this is an unsponsored plug. <laughs> it's a great game. <laughs> um... But, like, it also kind of reminds me that, like, I've been straying more toward, or, you know, being more drawn to, like, co-op games lately instead of, uh, you know, like, PvP things. Like, it's not to say I don't still play Apex or Overwatch every day, but, like, I usually kind of like to have that co-op game where you're working with your teammates instead of, like, against some other force. Um, Just because it feels more, like, you're kind of... Building more friendships that way, mm. um, yeah, I don't know.
0: I mean, I think you, yeah, you highlighted it. I think, I think to to your question, maybe like, like like I said, the common thread that kind of connected all of us was games, right? So do you think that maybe that's kind of like one like the appeal, like yeah, that you thought about, like maybe like this was your way to self express yourself. To other people and connect with other people on that wavelength, right? Like I feel like, like for me, like yeah, like if right, I look back on my life, like what was your icebreaker? What was it that got people like you know, like you know, you were able to establish these relationships like socially? Like it's kind of interesting where like most people think that you know gamers are antisocial and yes they are, but by inherent like it's kind of weird that like games also were what connected us to each other, mm-hmm. and like it's kind of interesting to think about. Um,
1: Hold on, I actually kind of want to talk about that social yeah. aspect of yeah. games. It's like, I don't necessarily think we're anti-social, but one observation I've noticed from just me playing over time is like, back in around high school-ish when I used to play games, like on Steam, I played a lot of Left 4 Dead because, you know, lo and behold, another co-op game, so it's was like run around, try to get right. each other through this wave of zombies thing. But uh, one of the things was that I would meet random people, and add them and actually befriend them and I still actually have a ton of friends from Left 4 Dead uh, from World of Warcraft too actually that I still play games with and back then I was like totally not afraid to ask random strangers to like be my friend and play games with me but like for whatever reason like nowadays I feel like that's a lot harder to do like I I haven't really added a lot of strangers at all really and I tend to like you know only add people I know now I'm not really sure what this if this is because of, you know, I've kind of grown and changed over time to the point where I just don't like random strangers on the internet because they've become, let's be honest, really, really toxic and trolly and sometimes racist. Um, or if it's because I work in an industry where there's just a lot more people that play games, it's easier to meet them. Well if you think about it though also like
2: like kind of like uh, I think it, I can't remember it was either Susan or RK that I said this earlier but it's like you know technology is changing and you're able to connect with people a lot more and we're discovering more that we don't like connecting with people that much. <laughs> like when it's that accessible like that just comes down to it like you know before when you know it was novel it was cool to connect with people you wanted to be friends with everyone and then when you became friends with everyone you kind of realized you didn't really like everyone <laughs> and then so over time I, I at least for me it's like I, I'm a bit more cautious with the amount of people I try to add because it's like, I I hate having to think of like, well, I don't know who this actually is, and I have to try to remember like, how I even know them. This guy
1: just changed the name on Steam. I have no clue who he is anymore. I literally um, had this experience yesterday with someone on my Steam list. His name was Dick Druid. Uh, <laughs> i like, who in the hell is this? Nice. Oh, and so, you know, out of my bed. A better judgment, I messaged him. It turns out he's my friend Kevin from, like, <laughs> elementary school. And I'm awesome. like, oh, why did you name yourself this? And he's like, I don't know, man. I'm like, okay. So, you know.
3: that's yeah. It's funny that you bring up World of Warcraft, because I totally, like, I forget about things until someone mentions it. We like. can have
1: a whole episode on WoW if you like. Yeah. <laughs> so I,
3: I played a ton in college. Like, I almost failed out of senior year because of World of Warcraft. But I did run the second most successful guild um, on our server. Huh? Weird Flex but okay. Yeah, Weird Flex (laughs) but okay. So like one thing I've come to realize now is like, I mean I made a few friends in high school, but I actually was like, I was very socially awkward for many reasons that I will talk in future episodes. And I did not talk to strangers like in real life. So World of Warcraft was like my first experience that I can remember of actually like talking to strangers and becoming friends with them and then creating a new group. So for me, it kind of felt like training wheels, like because you had the safety of the internet, right? Back then when you thought yep. it was a wall and not an <laughs> open floodgate. Um, and then once I was able to do that, it became a lot easier to do that in quote unquote real life. Mm-hmm. So it almost felt like, well, now that I have a community in the real world, I don't really need this community on the internet. And then now it's kind of going full circle because I'm like, okay, well, now I have this community in the real world and I still don't talk to them. So let me use this, let me use this internet to talk to them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it it's is. a circle of life.
2: Yeah, I mean it is just so easy to connect with everyone. And then now you have to think about all these relationships you have to keep up. You're like, holy crap, I have how many people to have to keep up with. <laughs> and, and, and it's like, you know, it's, it's no wonder that like text is so like prevailing. It's low cost to keep up with everyone.
0: Yeah. I mean, I get it too. Like who, like who, like when I get a phone call, I get scared. Cause like, cause that's when you know it's real. Like if like, I get a phone call from her, I'm like, oh shit, is somebody dead? Is she dying? I don't know. Like, mm-hmm. but when it's a text, like whatever, like it's cool. But I guess that's, you know, part of it, too, right? That's why I talk about, like, you know, when you have a conversation, it's like, that implied there's something deeper. Like, a text is, like, you shoot that off easy. Mm-hmm. It's become so easy now.
2: Yeah. Most clients don't even charge you for texts anymore. The future.
3: Oh, my God. You're right. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Remember when it used to be,
2: like, five cents? Yeah.
3: yeah. Now we're in the world of unlimited texting.
2: Yeah. It's, it's like, basic package of most. It's, it's one of those things that somebody says, like, you have to pay for texts you just be like, whoa, whoa what is this, a prepaid phone or something?
3: I mean, <laughs> calling is, like, unlimited now, too, because nobody uses it.
1: Yeah. yeah. It's all data now.
3: Yeah.
1: It's all Level. data. I mean, texts and calls are data, technically.
3: Well, that's why.
1: I think we're getting a little far on the topic. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's fine. Go through, like, all right.
0: tangents all the time. I'm having a flow,
2: baby. Right. Yeah. I love tangents. Anyways, um, I guess... Back, back to the topic of games, that thing that we came here for.
3: Yeah. <laughs> well, I kind of like it. It did kind of go full circle, right? You talked about this podcast being about connecting with people, and we realized, wow, games are a really good way to connect with people. Mm-hmm. I mean, here's the thing,
0: too. It's like, you know this concept of being, like, alone together? Like, people, we joke about it all the time, right? It's like, like, for example, like, me and Susan, like, we live in a studio, but, like, There'll be times where, like, you know, I'm doing my own thing, she's doing her own thing, but like, technically, we're together, but we're definitely not
3: in the same room together, right? I mean, well, we are in the same room, but yeah, but we're definitely not like a, the wavelengths are like we're in different realities. Oh but, yeah,
1: like this is literally every night. There's like six of us sitting in Discord, that's what I'm about again. and none of us are doing the same thing. <laughs> and sometimes there will just be like five minutes of silence.
3: You're in your virtual room,
1: but we know we're there with each other. And that's friendship. <laughs> I don't know if you can see it, but I just made this gesture where I just brought my hands together.
2: I mean, it's a fair <laughs> point, you know, it's like a, a a. I I feel like a strong point of, like, a good friendship is how much silence you can deal with each other. <laughs>
3: like,
2: yeah. like, if you're okay with, like, just long stretches of silence, then it's like, I mean... I feel like most people would just want to exit that situation. <laughs>
0: I mean, I think it's pretty cool, though. It's like, yeah, for context, you know, for people that don't know, don't game or anything, like Discord is basically just a... How would you describe it?
1: Uh, well... Do you guys remember Ventrilo? I
3: was about to say (laughs) the exact same thing. (laughs) Yeah, World of Warcraft.
2: (laughs) Got it. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, Uh, to to break it down even more, just think of, like, Skype, but with more, like, chat options.
3: I mean, it's also, like, more organic and freeform. Like, it literally is just, like, a virtual room. That's Mm -hmm. why I used to like... Vent in the wow days because even when I didn't play wow, I would just log in and people would just be hanging out talking. Mm-hmm. So I could just jump in and hang out for a little bit, right? So it's like a very low effort way to hang out with people and I'm making air quotes right now. Yep. So it makes this virtual room that people just come and go and like it's very like stream of consciousness. Yeah. And it really does kind of have that like casual feeling of mm-hmm. just chilling. Mm-hmm.
1: And, like, I think Discord has gotten really huge in recent years because now there's not only voice channels, but there's chat channels that persist. There's entire communities. Uh, I'm going to plug the Jogalia Lost again because their Discord channel is amazing. They have, like, custom emoji. There's, like, channels for every single raid event, different topics, an art. Um, this is also an uns not this is a unsponsored Discord. Discord's trying to like turn themselves into like a game platform like Steam um, like recently too. I don't know how well that's gonna go, but you know.
3: Are they gonna untopple Steam?
1: No way. No, no, there's no, no way. <laughs> Gaben has it's my hard. soul.
3: Also an unsponsored Reference. Yes,
2: unsponsored. You know, plug for Steam. Although I think you
3: should get like a voice clip of Jesse being like, "This is an unsponsored host, <laughs> like, and then you can just like, boom. Yeah.
2: Click. Yeah. Soundboard. This is an unsponsored. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, it's interesting. I mean, I I did mention that you know like the perception of what gamers used to be was like you know very antisocial, but you know after talking about all this stuff, it seems like. Yeah, at the heart of it, like, kind of talking about like you know Discord and like you know the rise of co op and even like would you say that like the rise of like you know uh, Twitch streaming and like you know YouTube channels about all this about gaming specifically, right? Like, do you think it's more like these are all just like more expressions of like you know gamers trying to connect with each other, right? Right. Yeah, I mean even back in the day, like
2: you know even without all these channels, we still had you had the playground, you know it's like. Did you did you play the newest Pokemon? You're gonna go you're gonna go to the playground and talk to your friends about it and your little like little third grader overalls, you know, just so you can like chat. Um, you know, I think there's there's a lot of social aspects to games in that regard too. That particularly like from when we were younger, without like much of the internet. Like I remember going like we'd have sleepovers at our friend's house just so we can play the newest like Ocarina of Time game, which is I guess at the time latest. Anyways, we would, we would go play games or like we you know we'd have four people on the N sixty four and play like one of the WWF on unsponsored plug uh, <laughs> <laughs> games WWE now you know uh, so I don't know I I, I think uh, we, we're in an interesting generation where uh, we had this weird bridge of no internet and internet and no cell phones and cell phones. And kind of just like how games kind of bridge that over time.
0: Yeah, so I mean, I feel like, you know, we we talked a lot about it. I, w- I wish we could talk more. I'm trying to figure out what the right length of this podcast would be. I'm thinking about 30, but like, you know, it goes long. A lot of podcasts uh, that I listen to are like an hour long. But, you know, there's definitely, I feel like a lot more we could talk about. But I feel like i learned a lot. Uh, about you know gaming in general but like you guys like I had no idea like you know the motivations and all this other stuff in regards to you know why you love games and yeah I really appreciate you guys coming on and I hope we do this like you know going forward we can talk about and uh, talk about more stuff and if you want to be on this podcast or you want to hear more you know hit me up on my socials I'll have all that information in the podcast like description info Click subscribe if there's a way to subscribe. I'm not sure which platforms we're gonna be on, but fuck it, you, know, <laughs> you, know, yeah, yeah. you know, smash that like, like button. <laughs> oh,
3: bam, 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 bam. Smash that <laughs> like. <laughs> you know, I have to
2: bring
0: that arrow home.
3: You need like a cool sign off. Like the bar is closed now.
1: Oh.
3: Or you don't gotta go home, but you gotta get out.
1: <laughs> Last call. This
3: ain't cribs. Last call.
0: Oh, yeah, I like that. But then I wanna like, inherently, I wanna save yeah actually that's fine. This is last <laughs> call, excellent.
3: and then say one thing what's the thing what's the thing you know you do, I like, like what do you want to hear next time? I was also going to say like Desis somero unsponsored plug has that cool like rainbow thing. We don't have a version of that because this is audio, but you know, I want the rainbow, maybe the rainbow mm. Mm.
0: we'll figure it out. We'll, we'll taste the rainbow or find the rainbow
1: but, but yeah. uh what you call it um one of the NPR shows, what they do is, like, have a prompt, and everyone, like, makes something up based on that prompt for, like, last call.
3: Give me an example. What's the last call prompt?
1: Uh, Okay, let's try it for this one. If you were a video game character, who would you be?
3: Oh. You gotta
1: go first. Oh, man, okay. <laughs> um, this is hard. I've been playing so many games, and I'm usually the first-person shooter kind of guy, so... Whoever the main character is, I'm that guy. Uh, oh man, who would I be? Okay, I can go first. Yeah, easy. I
0: don't know if you know about like so. This is old school. I'm going old school Sega Genesis era. Do you remember the game Toe Jam and Earl? Yeah, yes. I don't know which one was the chubby one, but I'm the chubby one. <laughs> so either Toe Jam, I think it's Earl. It's Probably Earl. Earl sounds like a chubby. Probably Earl yeah. like <laughs> Earl's out there. I'm sorry, but yeah, <laughs> yeah. Earl. <laughs>
3: Does that make me Toe Jam?
2: You can't be. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to you being Toe be. Jam.
3: Oh, God. Oh, God. First I can't believe we went to this far into the Toe Jam
2: and Earl J.
1: This...
3: That's our wedding hashtag. No, no. Don't hit it. No. Beto, that. And right. I can't believe we went this far, and that's our first pun from Jesse. Mm.
0: Yo, we got to warm up. This is fine. Yeah,
2: you know, I've definitely contained it a little bit. <laughs> Um, Anyways,
3: I would be um, Fat Chocobo. <laughs> That's pretty good.
0: Final
3: Fantasy no, no, I would be Fat Chocobo from Final Fantasy Nine mm-hmm. Was it
0: nine? I
2: don't know. Oh man. Than... Gentlemen, ah, uh, you know I would call I'd probably have to be blue from Pokemon I'm, I'm, I'm just saying Blue because you know, his name is whatever the hell you give him. <laughs> but, but you know, hey, like, like who doesn't want to live in a world of Pokémon? Wait. I, uh, huh?
3: What did you name your... What did you name Blue?
2: I always named it myself. It's Jesse. Uh.
1: <laughs> I guess I would be... Probably Vivi from FF9. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, I like that
0: one.
1: Yeah, like, when I played Final Fantasy Fourteen, I actually got a transmog, or whatever it was called to change what your appearance looks like, and I looked like the Black Mage, mm. like the tiny little short dude, because I, obviously I played a Lala fella, because it's a potato, and um, yeah, it's going to be a Black Mage. Nice.
0: Awesome, y'all. Yeah. Again, thank you guys for coming on, uh, and to all our listeners, you know, look forward to more. I don't know what the corner schedule is going to be like or the release schedule. I'm just kind of playing it by ear, but, you know, you know, look forward to more. We ain't stopping all right? Peace. Deuces. <laughs> <laughs>